Hi, I'm Cecilia Poulain, mother of two, ex-lawyer, ex-banker, writer, singer, creator of one-woman shows, international coach for professional women, international keynote speaker, breaker of conventions, and believer in creativity and the power of the feminine in all of us to change the world. Welcome to Diary of a Writer, where I talk about how I write and read some of what I write. I really hope you enjoy it, and that it encourages you to develop your own creativity in whatever form that may take. I've been reading a book in the last couple of days called A Happy Pocket Full of Money, and it's not at all what I was expecting. It's a very spiritual approach to money and it's very Joe Dispenza-like if if you know Joe Dispenza's work. Um, So looking at money from quantum physics, the fact that we are all one, that there is no time, that all there is is the now, the here and the now, and that we have wealth beyond our imagination. It's just that we don't know it yet and that everything is possible. So it talks a lot about certainty, a lot about making goals and then looking over goals and visioning and dreaming, which I'm a huge fan of visioning and dreaming. But what it got me thinking about is um, a a couple of days ago I I was writing about time, writing about linear time and circular time. And he has a different way of visioning time. So this is what I wrote today. I'm thinking about time again. As I wrote above, my perception of time is linear. Others see it as a circle. But there are other options. We can see it as a point, a dot, the here and now, or as a universe. What difference does it make to us if we see time as a dot, a plane, or a universe instead of a line or a circle? A universe of times feels extraordinarily expansive. If time is a universe, this allows for immense abundance and infinite possibility. It feels incredible to think of time as a universe. On the other hand, If time is perceived as the tiny dot of here and now, this feels restrictive, insignificant. My possibilities feel limited to virtually nothing. Time as the the tiny dot of here and now also brings a laser focus. This is all there is. As I put my pen to the piece of paper in my notebook, as I wait for my thoughts to come, All I can do is to be in the here and now, focused on the task at hand. But the here and now excludes regret and memory and excludes anticipation and worry. It excludes reliving moments of joy or satisfaction. If I'm away from my garden, it gives me immense pleasure to remember how beautiful the magenta pink sage looks against the abelia in flower in the hedge behind. This memory fills me with joy and with anticipation for the time of year when both the sage and the abelia will be in flower again and I can admire them.
Can we choose to choose our memories? To a certain extent. We can choose what we will dwell on. And certain memories we can imagine putting into a box and burying deep in the earth. But those memories will find a way of gnawing through the cardboard or the wood and pushing up through the dense dark of the earth back into our memories. It is healthier to put those memories out in front of us and to relive them in ways that are older and wiser, to change our perspective on what has happened and on what cannot be changed, to accept it, to be healed. That is the work of the here and now, to re-examine that which cannot be changed, to feel the feelings again, to feel what it would feel like to have lived that experience in a gentler, kinder way and to put it back into our memories in that new and different form. The here and now view of time excludes worry about the future, but it also excludes dreams and visions. How would it be to play with our image of time, to choose at a particular moment how we want to perceive it? Which image, in that particular moment, would best serve us? Is it a moment in which I require a laser focus on the task in front of me, or in which I want all my senses to be open to the magnificence of what is happening right here, right now? Or is it a moment in which it is useful to pull the past back from the past and re-examine it in the light of the present? Perhaps time can be seen as a sediment, as layers of earth or sand, one on top of the other building up, second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, to create that thing that is our life. Or as a sculpture of unformed clay that gradually takes form until, at the moment at which we die, it is complete. Or is it a moment in which it is useful to see time as a circle, in which nothing is definitive, in which everything will come around again if we wait for long enough? all part of a cycle, nothing to worry about. A circle is enclosed, so there is nothing to worry about. There is no way of not being carried along with it, not like a line. It is very easy to fall off a line, and a point requires such an intensity of concentration. How can we stand stably on a point We can only teeter on one tiny toe, risking falling off into the abyss at any moment. I could get lost in the universe of time. There is abundance, but there is also such vast emptiness. Perhaps the most useful way of seeing time is as a little sphere that I carry around with me, which I can choose to expand or shrink as I require depending how much abundance or safety I require at that particular moment. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of A Diary of a Writer. I'm running an absolutely free group coaching session on the 9th of May at 6.30pm Central European Time. This session is part of my Dancing Days series where we dig deep on a particular emotion. We have already danced with fear and with anger, And this time we're going to be dancing with joy. If you have ever felt miserable and wondered how to have more joy in your life, you will find this session to be of enormous benefit. 
check out the Dancing Days Dancing with Joy page on my website, www.ceciliapoulin.com. I would love it if you could join us. Thank you so much for listening.